some people think that looking back and reflecting on where you've started is a bad thing. And I'm here to tell you that it's not. Welcome everybody to another episode of Life's Corner Podcast. My name is Dave. And before we get started on the whole thing, I just want to say that um, it's finally good to be back on Spotify. It's finally good to to be able to have more of a reach, to have more people to listen, um, and hopefully these podcast episodes have, you know, helped you in some way. Because remember, I'm not a professional. I'm an. This is an everyday podcast ran by an everyday person. It's for the everyday person from an everyday person. Is basically what I mean to say. Um, so it's me just saying, Hey, you know what? This is where I went in my journey. These are some of the decisions I've made. These are some of the experiences I've had. And I'd like to share with you and hopefully you can learn from either my mistakes or my victories. What is that sound? Anyway, let's get to it. So today's episode is well titled reflecting back at the beginning but for me it's looking back at how far you've walked from the beginning of your goal and me looking back being over a little just a little over three years sober now and looking back at the beginning from the moment I started that decision sitting there and I'll never forget because one of the things that I uh, sometimes is a gift or sometimes is a curse is that I have um, a photographic memory. I have a very good memory for things. I remember things as far back as kindergarten. I can even tell you the first day of kindergarten that I've that I experienced and and watching the teacher walk in. But anyway, going back to the night, early morning, even around I think it was a couple hours before this time. It's about four fifty-five in the morning, about an hour. Well, it was around three thirty a.m the moment I decided I wanted to stop and I'm sitting there at the table of the house if that was supposed to be the first house that me and Crystal live in lived in um and I was sitting there at the table I was drunk I was listening to sappy songs on the uh Alexa speaker that she got me and uh I was just thinking to myself is this how I want the rest of my life to be is this who I want to be five years from now as a drunk? Because that's sure as hell who I was five years ago. Apologize for the swear. Um, so I was sitting there, even though I was drunk, I was obliterated. It's like I had a moment of clarity and I was like, I don't want to do this. And I looked at the beer in my hand and I went and dumped the rest of them out. And I was like, you know, my brain was screaming, no, don't do that. And and my heart was going, yes, do that. Let's get help. That was the moment where I admitted to myself that, yes, I need help. And sometimes, and a lot of people out there who are still going through alcoholism will always say, I don't need help. I got this under control. That's them denying the reality that they do need help. That's the moment <laughs> when you hear them say that that's when they know they do but they don't want to admit defeat because men 
us being men, we're proud people, most of us anyway, and we don't like to lose. We hate losing at anything. We hate saying that we're weak. We hate saying that we have defeat. And I'm not just saying it's men. There are women out there that have this trait too. But it's most commonly found in men. But everybody who hates losing hates admitting defeat. 100%. And I was one of them. I was, you know, I always thought I could beat anything. I could win everything. I had that false sense of confidence. And then when reality kicked me in the butt... And I sat there and I was like looking at myself saying, you, you know, I was, well, I went to the washroom and, and, uh, I was looking in the mirror and I was saying, you, I was putting myself down. I was saying, you are a piece of garbage. You wasted how many years at the bottom of a bottle or a bottom of a can of alcohol. You were wasting your life away when there's so many better things you could have been doing for the last however many years. The things I'm doing now, I should have been doing then, like investments, um, investing also in myself, not just money. Yes, mo investing in your future is great. It's a good step towards reclaiming your life and owning your life. But at the same time, investing in yourself should be number one. So you look back at where you're standing now and look back and picture that road behind you. How far does it stretch? Can you see the beginning? Sometimes it's just maybe a, a week. Maybe right now you're in your first week of starting whatever journey to getting yourself to a better place. It doesn't have to be what I'm, where my journey is, is keeping myself clean, keeping myself sober. Well, clean. I never really did drugs. Um, like, I mean, I smoked cigarettes and I drank a lot of alcohol. So clean for me is keeping away from that garbage. But for you, it could be something else. It could be your first step of, of having a stress-free life. Maybe you never touched the stuff I did. Thank God if, you, if you're one of those people. I praise you. I praise you a lot because it's, it's, a, it's out there everywhere and you're, and you're in the middle of it. And you're like, you know, so many people are like, man, life is so much better when you're drunk or when you're stoned and all that stuff. And you're like, no, I like it better the way I am. But you have those other things that they don't think about because they're too busy being intoxicated. Because intoxication blinds you from... Um, it blinds you from those extra things like anxiety or stress or... You know, because that's why a lot of us alcoholics drank is to get rid of all that stuff. We, we liked our little bubble, you know, our, our little drunk world. Where nothing mattered except the feeling of being drunk. And then the next morning you wake up with the world's massive hangover. And while you're recuperating, it's slowly coming back as to why you drink. Or whatever triggers it. For me, it was stress. Because back then I had too much of it. And I know I've said, in, if you go back to previous podcasts, I've talked a bit about myself. And, um, and how my life is different now than it was then and i look back and here's me reflecting on my journey and saying i'm very proud of myself and that's not something i would say a lot back in the day because i didn't really have a lot of self-confidence now i have 
a lot more self-confidence in who I am than I ever did before. And I'm very proud of myself for where I've got myself to. Um, a lot of people out there that I look up to that I kind of learned from, seeing them go through their trials and tribulations in their life to get where they are today. I'd name drop some people, but they'll never hear this. <laughs> but I could talk about it one day. Like, for instance, um, in, in the movie industry, one of the people I look up to um, was Kev or still is Kevin Smith. He, in, like, I've always wanted to be, when I was younger, I wanted to be one of two things, either a cop or a director. I know I can't do neither. I'm 42 years old right now. I'm pretty sure I have that, you know, I should, stuff like that is a young man's game. You got to start young and work your way up. They'd tell me otherwise, but <clears throat> I don't, I don't know. But I like creating videos on YouTube with games and stuff but there was there was a time where I was like hey you know got a bunch of friends together and let's let's make a let's make a little mini series and I thought I could do that with you know being the director and all that stuff I think it turned out okay but I think it could have been better but I mean I look up to him because he's faced a lot of adversity in his life um but he has an amazing family support group to to help him out through all the ups and downs you know cuz he made movies. He made he made a whole universe before MCU ever was ever before the Marvel universe was ever a thing. And a lot of people were like, "Oh no, this movie's bad. This movie's bad." I loved every single one of them. Uh, the View Askew universe movies. I mean, I never did watch anything that straight outside of it that he did, except Red State, and I really liked that. That movie was good. Um. But like him having his heart attack and, and now is, you know, not smoking weed anymore and he's doing a lot better, lost a lot of weight, but he's happy. And that's, that's what we all strive to do is find that place in our life that makes us the happiest. And the one thing that he's always kept close to him, which, which I admire the most is a lot of people don't do is, um, he keeps his family close, his support group. You know, that's the thing that keeps him anchored. I don't have that anymore. I mean, my parents have passed away. Um, but I have I have my new support group, which is this family. I'm in now with Crystal and the kids. But before them, I didn't really, you know, I had long story. But I mean, I had Crystal, but the kids didn't really know me that well back then. Before even before my parents passed away or my my dad passed away in 2020, but they they knew me in 2020, but not as well as they know me now. Like I said, long story, mostly complicated. Maybe talk about it one day, but but it's important to have a support group, and I've talked about that before. But today's about reflection. We'll talk about support groups in the future. Excuse me, burps. Um, but the uh, the journey, the journey's been a tough one for me. Uh, there's because, like I said, my my alcoholism was triggered on stress, and there's I live a much better life than I used to. Um, hell, heck, I, I even go see the the doctor more regular than ever. Uh, we do the every like I have a type two diabetes, so I 
go do my A1, A1C, AC1, A1C, um, check every three months like I'm supposed to. And I just had my recent one uh, a few days ago, and it's doing better. Um, fluctuates up and down, but not extreme. There was a point where it went way up, and then we were like, we need to lock this sucker down, and then now it went way down. So it's like it's it's at a it's not normal levels, but it's just slightly elevated. But we're kicking butt, is what I'm saying. Um, I'm still like you know slowly getting back my body the way it was in 2018 when I hit basically my high school weight, which was like 177. But then I went back to alcohol after that, and then it ballooned back up a little bit. So working on it, working on it, eating better, um, sleeping okay. I mean, it's like I said, it's 5 a.m. right now, and I woke up because I couldn't sleep. So, And then I decided, you know what, let's make another podcast episode. Why not? But I mean... Looking back, I don't know when you started your journey. You could have started it before COVID. You could have started it during COVID. Um, COVID was a really good period of time for a lot of us to, because I don't know wherever you are, where you're listening from, but I'm in Canada. And out here, we, uh, I'm in a nice little province called Saskatchewan, not Saskatchewan, as you've seen in some movies, but I'm in Saskatchewan. And, uh, we we went on a general lockdown like most everyone did so we had a lot of time to sit and reflect and i obviously wasted that time to sit and drink but sometimes when you're when you're drinking you you and you're in the middle of your being drunk you you sit there and you think but it it was perfect time for people to readjust what they wanted to do for their goals <clears throat> you know like oh when everything goes back to quote unquote normal. Um, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that and I'm going to do that. And I was more like, yeah, I'm still going to drink. <laughs> and my dad passed away in September of 2020 and I was more screwed up than ever because I didn't see that one coming. Um, he seemed perfectly fine before it happened. And then I was like, Ugh. but then 2021 hit. And that's when I started my journey in February and all through that major ups and downs roller coasters man like it was um there was so many times i just wanted to when i was staying at my sister's sneak off to the bar and have a beer like oh just a couple no one's gonna know because i was still i was still fresh so i was still a few months in so i'm like the to me, I felt like that was the grace period where it's okay if you restart back to one again and just keep going, you know, but I held on to it. And then I was like, you know what, if I want a beer so bad, I want non-alcoholic beer. And that's, that's where I've been ever since. If I want a beer, I want a, what I call a fake beer. And it usually works. It numbs the cravings. And makes my brain believe that I'm drinking real alcohol, except it goes, why aren't you drunk? It's confused. It's like, why aren't we getting intoxicated? But the beer tastes so good. I'm like, ah, see, got you thinking. But reflection. 
So where, here's my question for you is when have you started, which is three questions, well, a couple questions. When did you start your journey? How far along on your journey are you? And how close to your goal are you? Um, see, for me, my goal right now is to make five years. Um, and that's two more years from now. So February of 2026, February 14th, 2026 will be five years for me. And then your next goal is the next five years, the next five years, you know, keep it realistic. Cause if you can go to the first five years and you know, you got her made kind of, but then again, I seen people in a meetings who one second they were there saying, yeah, I've been sober for 22 years and the next day they don't show up. And then the next time after that, or the next week, and then the week after that, they show up and they say, guys, I just want you to know, I fell off the wagon last week, 22 years sober. And then the week after that's how quick it turns is just, you can't hear that, but snap of a finger. Um, but like I, like I've reiterated before is I don't know what your all journeys are, man. Like I, so you think, you know, you reflect, this is what this podcast episodes about is just sit down. I'm going to yabber, yabber on jabber, jabber, and you <laughs> flap my gums and you can sit there and while I'm talking and reflect and say, when did I start? When did I make that pivotal choice to go on to the path I'm on now? Or maybe right now you're on a bad path. Maybe right now you're trying to get out of the funk and onto a good path, which you know what? It's, it's not as hard as you think it is. Your brain makes you want, your brain produces fear because it doesn't want you to change. Just like anyone who thinks, oh, I can't be clean and sober because your brain wants you to think that because it's, desperately trying to convince you to continue to give it the thing that it wants. Sometimes I think our brains are our, our own little parasites. Like it just, it benefits us, but it feeds off of us. It wants us to give it what it wants. In the bad sense, in the good sense, there are good brains out there, good parasites. I mean, there's, there's people I know out there that love reading books and it's like, I've, they've told me like, there's, there's a day I, I cannot read. I need to read. And I'm like, good reading your brain craves information or your brain craves like there's good addictions. Um, or well, I, I'm a gamer, so my brain needs the adventure. And that's, that's what I love about gaming is it's, and you get to be someone who will never exist on a planet that will never exist doing things that are, you know, escaping your life, escapism, you know, just for a day, just for a couple hours, you get to be that character doing those cool things, being on those cool adventures. And you know why we love that so much is because in real life, we will never have that. You'll never get to shoot off to space to another planet to go you know, do a quest, walk into some random town of humans that you've never seen in your life. And they're like, Hey, can you go help me find my brother? Like, like I was playing, um, PlayStation. I have a PS five and, and PlayStation network has 
a game that I kind of scoffed at when it came out, but now I'm digging it, called The Outer Worlds, and is made by Obsidian, who, if I remember correctly, some of the people that founded Obsidian or work at Obsidian, they've worked at Black Isle Studios, who who created the original first two Fallout games, I think, and Tactics. Um, so, you know, I, I, I really love those first two games and that studio was awesome with what they, how they innovated the gaming industry with RPGs, with Fallout 1 and 2, the things you could do in those games, but still, but that was my, my healthy addiction is gaming because I don't, I don't sit and play it as much as I used to, um, I have other things to do, projects, coding, Python, uh, website designing, all that stuff. Like I'm keeping myself busy, but not too busy because then I stop and make time for when the kids come home. I'm always running upstairs to make sure that I'm there to greet them when they walk in the door. I'm always there to make sure, you know, do you need anything? Like, like my 14 year old doesn't really always answer that question. Usually just says, you know what? I need a hug. Because she just loves hugging me. It's amazing, you know. Um, she keeps reminding me, you know, like, touch is my love language. And I'm like, I'm your, you know, I'm your, I'm your dad. Give me a hug. <laughs> and then we, we hug it out. And tell her, then she tells me she loves me 763 times and goes to her room. And I'm like, cool. Um, so I, I like to make sure, like, I like. I never thought I'd ever be in this role. And some days it's very challenging. And then I I wonder how do a lot of you other fathers do it so successfully, or maybe that looks successful from the outside, but inside they struggle as much as I do, but they get it done. Another thing to reflect on is, is all of your, your victories, your defeats, what have you learned from either or, cause you can still learn from your victories. How did you, how did you become victorious in that moment? How can you replicate it? Can you, it's like, how did you get that goal in hockey? Can you replicate that same shot and get the same goal to get yourself more points so you can win? I don't want to sound like Charlie Sheen, but winning, <laughs> winning is everything in a sense, for yourself, personal wins are everything because I believe everybody deserves a win. Um, I guess that everybody that tries for one deserves a win. We all, I, I think society, pers my personal opinion, society would be better if we were all happier. Um, but since COVID, it seems a lot more people just complain about things everybody's like i said last episode or the one before that everyone's in a rush to get from a to b me nah i'm just driving normal and here's a perfect example i think i said this the other day or the other episode but i'm saying it again anyway is because it happened to me recently again i'm sitting there driving my car you know wife in the passenger seat and we're going 50 kilometers an hour which is the standard unless otherwise posted that's standard uh, speed in the city. And we're sitting there just driving comfortable, having conversation, listening to the music. And everybody's just ripping past us. 
like why are you going 60 and a 50 do you is it is a ticket worth that much to you like like is is rushing to where you're going worth the the price of a ticket if you get caught and sometimes that's happened sometimes we've seen people flying past us and then go up the road and there they are getting pulled over i'm like what's so wrong with taking it easy what's there's nothing wrong with going through life at a steady pace because one you get to stop and pay attention to things just like stopping to reflect the whole point of this episode stopping to look back and saying hey i was there six months ago and now i'm here it's about being proud of yourself for continuing on this journey and not faltering and saying this is my goal in the future and yeah right now you can't see it but you know it's there you see the light shining up like like when you're driving in the summer at night and you know the city's over there because you see it's shining into the clouds you you know what it looks like I, it's hard to describe but you know what i mean um you know it's there and you know it's coming you just haven't got there yet people say people get antsy like they're like well i i, I want it now i'm sorry but that's not how life works there are people who get things handed to them right now but did they work for it no i'd be more proud of the person that takes six extra months to get to that goal because they worked hard to get there than the person that was handed the goal on a silver platter in one day like yes i've said before i want to make a ton of money doing things ideas i have i don't want them to be handed to me today because i haven't even f created those ideas or i haven't finished making those ideas some of my projects in coding i can guarantee you will probably take me six months to another year to perfect them to where i say you know what let's show the public what we got um but then you know so i'd rather do that and make my goal than someone who just gets it done in one day and thinks they have a product made i'd rather work my butt off learn these things too because i'm learning python at the same time i'm typing it all out i'm not i don't mind you know everybody's got to start from somewhere everybody's got to start from somewhere like i was telling my wife tonight uh a, a guy i know i still consider a good friend i don't talk to him as much as i used to but from back home um jamie if you hear this i'm talking about you brother he was a kid with a dream started out with a laptop in my basement he came over i'll never forget the one time and i think it's because um that yeah the night we all know about when the cops came over to my house and told us that something happened and uh was looking for someone and asking questions of but anyway, that night he had his laptop in the basement. Just a, I think it was an HP or whatever, but you know, nothing too fancy. Yes, before he even got his first MacBook. And he was like making beats on this program in my basement. And he's all, he's like, yeah, I'm going to be a, he's like, I want to make my own studio and be a producer. And I watched as it evolved, evolved. And then he started having more equipment in his, in his bedroom in his basement like it was 
it was so awesome watching him grow. And then all of a sudden he went and did schooling online um, for sound engineer and all that stuff. And now if you look at it, I've seen pictures on Snapchat. He has this full-blown studio now in his basement. And I couldn't be more proud watching that journey. Um, even though we didn't hang out much after I moved back to the city or moved to the city, but you know, I don't, you don't have to talk to someone every day to tell them you're proud of them. And, uh, you know, it's one of those, it's one of those things where I'm glad I got to witness portions of it, even though I haven't seen the end result. Probably cause I also haven't been around in Coppell, uh, my old hometown in forever. Sometimes I roll through in the challenger and. You just drive through. I don't stop. I don't visit. Um, last year, I took Crystal to what used to be the Gateway Cafe. Now it's different, but the same building. We went for lunch there once. We were the only ones in there. But at the time, I don't think anyone even... The people who worked there didn't even know who I was. So I'm like, hey, cool. They're new people, I guess. But one day I might. One day I might ring them up and say, hey, you know what? I want to stop by and say hi. You never know, but it's it's things like that that make me look back and reflect on moments in time that I've walked past. Um, but that was before I even started my journey. That was that was when I thought life was more fun, and you know, I I was being an idiot more like and being carefree and stupid, and now I'm just a dad. Uh. I'm still a guy who, who aims for the skies, you know what I mean? Like I said, I want to make a ton of money in my life, but I want to earn it. I don't want to just make it. I want to earn it. I want to work for it. That's what I've been doing. So, so where do you want to be? Here's the age-old question. The golden question. Where do you see yourself in five years? Or if you're younger, still in high school? Where do you want to be when you grow up? As they always tell you when we were kids. Ask yourself these questions. And if and and dream big. Because you know, I learned over the last three years alone that it doesn't matter what your age is, it doesn't matter where you are in life. If you can dream it, you can do it. Trust me, you can. And I'm not sitting here saying I'm some huge success story because I'm not. The only thing I'm successful at is I changed my life around. <clears throat> and for those of you that didn't listen to the past episodes, I want to give you a short little recap. And for people who are maybe listening that used to know me, we have our house in Regina, a nice old character home. It's beautiful. I love it. I get to wake up it every morning I get to enjoy it all day every day it's mostly work from home I have no debts in my name I had $15,000 worth of debts and in one night paid them all off well actually one afternoon but still that's a lot of phone calls but I paid them Like, I couldn't, I couldn't even get a credit card in my name back in the day. That's how many bad my debts were. Student loan, gone. 
anything I owed to the government, gone. Anything, I, every single little thing I owed to any little business that was on my credit report, paid. Over $15,000. Just imagine what you can do with fifteen grand right now. What would you do? Some people will go buy a bunch of video games. Some people buy a bunch of weed to smoke. I don't know, but still. $15,000 got myself out of debt. Bought my dream car. 2015 Dodge Challenger Scat Pack. I'm the second owner that's ever owned that car since it was manufactured in 2014. When I got it, it had only 42,000 kilometers. It's, uh, and it even has a new engine in it too. I'm proud of that car. So if you see that car, for any of you locals listening or people from my past, see that car and you see that 99 sticker on the back, you know it was about my dad's race car. I always, that's the first thing I did when I got that car. Put that, Crystal created that sticker. Um, that she had to basically like redo based from a picture of the race car just the 99 the blue and yellow and slap that sucker on paying homage to my dad he was a fan of Dodge too and that's why it meant the world to me to have that I have a family I have one biological kid I have, she's 21 years old she makes me so proud every day. She is living in the United Kingdom right now in London, England, going to University of London for criminology because she was living in Prince Albert and she had a breakdown after a breakup and called me up middle of the night. Well, after actually it was this happened during a car accident. She got involved. Her car got hit by a deer. And she calls me up at midnight one night because I used to do, I still do skip the dishes runs, but I, at that time I was doing them late night. She goes, dad, I need you to come to PA. I, I need you here. And I didn't even hesitate. I canceled the shift. We did a quick, um, like a quick overnight bag. And that challenger was on the road as fast as possible. She's my baby girl says she needs me. I'm gone. I'm there. Drove as fast as I could. Stopped for gas once. Because my car's bad. <laughs> it was in the winter too. So she already had her winter tires on. So she handles the roads perfect. Um, but I'm saying like. I'm proud of where I am today. I'm proud of the children I have. I love these kids. More than life itself. And this is me not just reflecting, but looking around, stopping to look at my life and saying how proud I am of everything. I'm looking around this office and I'm like, I see, I have, we put up pictures of my dad's race car on one wall. Um, the different race cars he's had because he's been part of two teams, but there's been ver different versions of the different cars. Um, and, uh, like I look back, it reminds me of where I was 
during those times what I was doing, but then I looked at who I am now and I'm a much better person. I have, and still, to those people from my past, how much I've changed. It took me a while, but I grew up. I have investments out there. Money accumulating right now as we speak. I'm not saying I'm no millionaire, but I'm, you know, working on it. Because my important thing is that a legacy. What do you want to do when, after you're gone? Do you want to leave something behind for the people that love you? I sure as heck do. These two beautiful children upstairs. Well, all three of my kids. I mean, by the time I'm passed away, I'm pretty sure Jaden will be, you know, she'll be in her career. She's She's got herself taken care of. I'm not saying I wouldn't leave anything for her behind, which I would, but these two kids here from the, the past they've came from, in their previous house to where when I then when we moved all into this one I feel like I saved them from a horrible future that would have happened if I didn't step in and how seeing how they're growing now compared to where they were super proud super proud my 14 year old daughter you know she says stupid things but she's very smart very smart. She's a goofy teenager and I love it. Some days it gets annoying, but then I think I'm like, dude, I was that goofy teenager when I was 14. We all weren't smart when we were 14. I know there's kids that were geniuses, but I mean like the average teenager in Saskatchewan, you know, we were like, we're just figuring things out. So we have to make mistakes. I want her to make mistakes. I want her to to, you know, see the ups and downs of being a teenager. I want her to go to a house party. I want her to experience the things I got to experience. And my 11-year-old, Wesley, oh man, this kid, he's sprouting like a weed. He's almost as tall as me, and I'm 5'7". And he's 11. We just noticed the other the other night when we were swimming, he's starting to get a mustache. I'm like, really, dude? I didn't even get mine till after I was 15. But that's the point of this episode is you're looking around. You're ref- not just reflecting on your journey, but look where you are now. If you're on that journey, look where you are. Stop what you're doing. Unless you're driving a car, don't stop driving. <laughs> But if you're, if you're standing, if you're walking, if you're listening to me through headphones or earbuds or anything, stop and look around at your life. If you're out for a walk, stop and just look around. Enjoy the moment. While we have these moments, because the sad thing about being human is the fact that we have limitations. We have a, we have a, a, a you know. A best before date over our head. We have an expiration date on our heads. We can't see it, but we know it's there. So, me being sober made me more aware of that. Because when you're drunk, you don't care. You don't care. Someone can run through your house with a car while you're drunk and you won't even feel it. You're so numb to everything. Me, I'm not so numb anymore. My eyes are open. My mind's clear. I can see everything now. 
So I appreciate life more because I know that expiration date's over my head. And I do. Every day, I try to take it as slow as possible. I try to enjoy things as much as I can. Every little moment, like we were talking about having family nights, um, movie nights again. We used to do that. Our first year living in this house, a couple times a month we would have, you know, um, sit in the living room, pop on a movie on the big screen, boom, there we go. Enjoying the moment, looking around, watching everyone, enjoying their popcorn and their candy and and just loving this moment and just being in it. I'm like, I didn't care about the movie at one point. I was just sitting there looking at the three of them going, dang, this is my life and I love it. So we're, me are, we're talking about doing that again because uh, we miss it and I miss it. Because we got so caught up with, like, Cambry, my 14-year-old, got, you know, getting in high school. So she was doing all this band stuff and all this everything else. And, you know, so we were trying to adjust to her schedule because she can't just do everything by herself. She needs her family to help her out, right? So there we were. Um, and then, well, Wesley doesn't really have a schedule. I mean, they, besides his chores, but <laughs> he's not really into band and sports so more of a gamer nerd which is fine because i loved band and choir but i wasn't in sports except for baseball until i got hit in the knee (coughs) oh excuse me oh i knew that cough was coming not drink enough water But before I go, here is your homework. I always like to give out some homework. Is after listening to me rambling about my life, about my accomplishments, about where I've been and where I am today, I'm doing my reflecting. I was doing my reflecting on the podcast in front of you. So you think back to when you started this journey, or maybe today's the day you're starting it. You know how proud I would be if I was like, man, if I got a message one day or an email one day from one of you saying, you know, I listened to that episode and that's the day I started my journey. And I'd be like, wow, you know, I'm not going to take credit for it. I'd like to say maybe I was a catalyst, but maybe I was a little bit of the fuel that fired your engine to going in that direction. Because I like to think that you know, life, our lives. I, sometimes I, how I look at it is my life is a car. And it's going down the highway of my life, not at a fast pace, just at a nice steady pace. Sometimes the car breaks down. Sometimes it sputters. Sometimes it needs more fuel. Then there's just days where you're just coasting. And you see the ocean. And you sunshine and the birds are chirping. Everything is perfect. It doesn't have to be an ocean. You could whatever your scenery is around that car, that's your perfect place. That means you're in the spot of your life where everything is clicking and making sense and all the puzzle pieces are coming together. <coughs> because when I was a teenager, my biggest my biggest problem always felt like that there was a piece missing from my life's puzzle. 
And I know I've said in previous episodes that, you know, I regret a lot of the relationships I got into. It was a lot of time wasted. But at the same time, I learned from it. I grew from it. Um, and because of those failed relationships, I am where I am today. I give a lot of them, not all of them, but some of them credit for who I am today and that I'm in such an amazing relationship. Like September 14th, 14th is our five year anniversary this year. Um, January 1st was our two year engagement anniversary. Yeah. 22. Yeah. So it's like, I give them credit for me being as happy as I am because I learned from the mistakes I made with them to be a better man today for her. I'm not perfect. Trust me. She would tell anyone I'm not perfect. And I'm glad to say I'm not perfect. I don't want to be perfect. I want to just be able to find always, I'm always wanting to find the best ways to make her happy. But at the same time, I need to find the best ways to make me happy. And like I've said before, you got to put yourself first because if I can't make me happy, then how the heck am I going to make her happy? So, but me, I'm perfectly happy. I'm great. Um, you know, you don't have to run around on social media t- to shout to the world that you're happy. Just go live it. They'll all see it. When they see you walking by, they'll go, man, why, why does you, that person have such a big smile on their face? Because they're happy. Like, and here's my last bit. Um, some, I don't scroll through Facebook as much as I used to because social media isn't my life. My life is here. I sometimes like to post it on social media, but social media isn't my life anymore. I really don't care what happens on Facebook or Twitter or, or well, X formerly known as Twitter. You know, all that stuff. I used to care so much, but now it's just sometimes just need something to fill the time. But there's a group that I joined and there was a guy sitting at um at a Chinese restaurant. There was no one around him. He was by himself. And he was talking about how he was taking himself out for dinner and then going to see a movie all by himself. And he's perfectly fine with that. He's happy. And I'm like, you know you're happy when you can do those things and you're still having fun. Like, if my wife was say, if, if like, you know, working late one night, uh, even though that's not, well, okay, end of the month, doing inventory working late one night because <laughs> that's the only time she'd be working late and uh you know i'd be like you know what i'm just gonna take myself out for a little supper i'd still be texting her but i would enjoy it because i'm like you know what i'm that happy you, i don't i love having the company of her but if if she wasn't able to when i took myself out for supper i'd still enjoy life i don't need people around me to be happy 
but I'm happy that I have people around me. Get what I'm saying? But you, you need to be happy too. If you're not happy, then fix it. It's not hard. Find something that makes you happy and go for it. Or find a goal that you can achieve that will make you happy. Whatever's making your life upside down, flip it around, change your scenery, move somewhere, do something, go out of the box impulsive, saying, oh, I've always wanted to go on a road trip to such and such place, then just do it. Take time off work, save up your money, go on that road trip. But I'm going to leave you all today with that. I, I know I like talking and rambling and, and going from which direction to this to that over there. I'm all over the place in these podcasts, but the point stays the same is reflections. I'm reflecting. You're listening. I'm telling you my reflections. Now you can go tell someone yours or tell yourself your reflections. Or you could even email me at project66gmail.com. Project, the number six the letters the the word six at gmail.com because like i've said in every other episode i welcome it i'm hoping one day i get to talk to any of you and we can strike a conversation and you could tell me how things are going and i can tell you how proud i am of you because you know what it doesn't matter if i don't know you it doesn't matter if you're strangers There has been people I've met in this city alone where I'll talk to them for five minutes. And as soon as they tell me, as soon as they tell me, oh, I did this and that and I'm happy about it. And I say, you know what? You may not know me, but I'm proud of you because it doesn't matter if they know you or not. Hearing those words sincerely from another human to you should make you feel good. It makes me feel good saying it. We all need to support each other. We all need to, to lift each other up to help each other get to where we want to be. And if that, if, if me saying those words help that person, which they walked away super happy because I said that, then that makes me feel better that they at least got to carry a piece of something I said to them with them for the rest of their life. Cause they'll say, you know what? I met that one guy and he said he was proud of me because maybe a lot of people in their life didn't say that to them. A lot of people in my life didn't say that to me. Well, my parents, but, you know, sometimes people at school back in the day when I used to, my favorite subject was English. I love to write a lot. I've been trying to get back into writing a lot too, but sometimes life just pushes itself in the way and says, hey, you need to pay attention to me. And I'm like, ah, yeah. So I'm thinking maybe next one time I could actually do it is maybe go on a vacation or something, but. We have plans. We just have to wait for things to happen for the plans to come true. I'm excited though. I want to tell you that I'm excited. I used to be terrified of the thought of flying on a plane and now I'm just pumped up waiting for it. Cause for me, it's just a giant bus that flies, you know? And I used to love bus rides before they got rid of our bus system here. Like our, uh, the transit Saskatchewan transit company, when they shut that down, I was like, really? But now I'm like excited to to look out the window and say, there's the ocean. And then to go to a place that's like, for instance, I want to go to Japan so bad. 
and that's our plan is uh, as soon as certain things happen in my life we're going to japan i don't know how long a couple weeks or so but i want to go there i want to i want to i want to touch things like oh look it's a plant <laughs> oh look this is japanese grass like i want to and cement and you know meet the people or at least try to because i don't know japanese all that well but i'm going to practice um I have been practicing, but I'm not saying anything yet until I'm 100% good, decent at introductions. But um, because the last thing I want to do is like, I'm a white dude and if I'm going to someone else's house, you know, I want to learn the language, but I don't want to butcher it. Like I know enunciations and pronunciations are good. Um, I don't have the the pure Japanese tongue to say things the way they should be said. So I'm worried that I'm going to butcher it and insult them. And, you know, the, they have amazing traditions. I'm jealous of you guys. Oh, I hope after I die, I get reincarnated as a nice, cool Japanese boy. Yeah. Experience their cool school system, their high school system, their culture. Oh. I always say that, you know, if, if the missus passes away before me, that's why I want to, that's why if you heard the last episode, I want to get a house out there. I'd move out there. I seriously would. I'm not saying I'd ditch the kids. I'd be like, Hey, you guys want to move with me? Like, um, but like, I want to live out my last remaining years out there, you know? Cause I think by then I probably wouldn't have anybody else left here anyway. So uh, the rest of my family, like they're getting old as it is. So, you know, I'm sure they got at least 10, 15 more years left. So <laughs> keeping my fingers crossed. I'm hoping so anyway. Um, but yes, going away, ending the episode. <laughs> and then we'll have to see what we're going to bring up next week. I usually have a plan for these things, but then when I don't have a plan, it's when it's like something happens between now and then and then clicks and I go, oh, there we go. Let's talk about that. And I usually get my ideas from things that I see around me. Um, like, for instance. Well, actually, no, this so far, it's been about. Things that I've experienced and then using them as topics like the last episode being stuck in the forks. I've come across so many forks in the road. Forks in the road, it's not even funny. I've made some bad decisions. I've made some great decisions, but. But, you know, instead of just talking about where you're going and where you've been, we need to start branching out. This is about life. So we got to start talking about everything happening around us. I'm not saying I need to turn into a news channel or a news podcast. I just think that, you know, uh, things that are impacting you and your environment, like your city you live in, if you live in the States, in your state, uh, you need to, you need to be more aware of what's happening because what the decisions they make affects your future. Just like where I live, the decisions they make affect my future. It affects, you know, like they may raise something next year. And then that means we have to pay more of our pocket for it. So You never know, but until next time, you guys just stay f safe, have fun, have a great week. 
Um, have a great upcoming weekend. If you get a chance to relax, take it. Whether it's an hour, two hours, three hours. Just, you know, if you've had a long week, put your feet up and just relax. But yeah, see you on the next episode.